0: Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and I don't mean Christmas. I mean the time when Super Bowls are won. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the off season on Load the Box today. We are playing a uh, another game show because I, I, we're gonna have to get like buzzers and so, you know we're gonna have to start wearing suits and, and doing all that because we're we're slowly toning into the best Viking centric game show in the podcast youtube space um we don't have a name for this one yet i pitched resign or resign but that doesn't really make a ton of sense um so <laughs> we'll we'll workshop in it you know we'll we'll get around to it maybe in 2025 we'll have a good name for this game but um we're just gonna dive straight into it we're going off of uh dustin baker wrote a lovely article friend of the show dustin baker uh wrote a lovely article on vikings going into kind of like who are the free agents who are the cap potential cap casualties it's a really good article you should go check out all of the fine folks over at vikings um for that but we are literally just starting at the top of his list and going down and talking about whether or not we should re-sign these people or let them walk and enjoy those juicy fifth round compensatory picks that we might get mm. for them so um let's start with uh i think uh it's sneaky, a difficult one, but kind of an easy one. Let's start with a uh, defensive back Chris Boyd, who was a free agent. What would you do with him?
1: I would re-sign him. I'd bring him back. Uh, he was a Pro Bowler this year. He was, he was a Pro Bowler, right? I'm not making that up. I think so. Yeah, special teamer. Yeah, um, great special teamer. He's got that dog in him. Um, it's something that I think Matt Daniels appreciates. You got to have good special teamers. You can't just assume that you can roll anybody out there. I'd bring him back. Special teamers aren't going to cost that much money. Bring him back. Uh, he's, he's a favorite around the locker room. He's He's got the dog. Bring him back. I agree. If this was like Madden, I would re-sign him. I question how much
0: he wants to be back in Minnesota. He was kind of vocal on Twitter last season about like, I don't know why they're playing Duke Shelley instead of me. I don't get it. But if he wants to come back, I agree with you. Special teams, are, its a fa- I mean, there are three yep. phases to football. That's one of them I, I would bring him back.
1: Yep. So a really spicy one, Garrett Bradbury. You own his jersey. He's been here for four years. The jury's kind of still out on him. What do you think? Uh, it depends on the deal. If he wants to take a little
0: bit less money, I would – I think... ah, You know what? No, I wouldn't bring him back. I wouldn't bring him back because I'm afraid that he has four years of... Or three years of of just not good pass blocking and then suddenly he had one solid year of pass blocking but it still felt like when he went up against the elite of the elite he kind of got bullied a little bit so i think it's time to find like that 600 pound center that just cannot be moved and oh no he can't he can't get to the second level as dependent as dependably as bradbury could in the one game i don't care let's stop
1: letting Kirk cousins get massacred up the middle yeah. i'd let him walk it's the pass first offense you got to have a pass blocking center
0: yeah, I agree. Let's go to the defensive line. Let's uh let's get back on the defense. Jonathan Bullard.
1: Defensive line is a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. It's just he was a guy. You can get a guy in the draft or you know, some scrap heap guy in free agency if you need depth. Um let's move on.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Um, well, well, since how, we didn't really about, have one, I'll let you I'll let you take the lead on this one. I'll let you get the most electrifying position in spouts. Andrew DePaula, the long snapper. We sign that's, or, or
1: let walk. That's an easy one. You got to bring back the pro bowler. Long snappers are not going to break the bank. You got a guy who's got a potential, you know, captain C on his chest in his future. The locker room loves him to death. Um he's a leader and he plays you know 15 snaps a game and he's uh yeah he, he's a guy you want to bring back i think it's kind of a no-brainer
0: yeah i agree also i really enjoyed whenever we covered the vikings pro bowlers getting to put up like Deniel hunter justin jefferson cousins a guy who looks like he sells insurance and is going to a Halloween party dressed as a Vikings player. Like it was, it was
1: really cool. <laughs> um, getting to see him make the pro ball. That was a lot of fun. How about Ben Ellison? He's a tight end. who has been around for a little bit. Um, you know, he's gone back up to the back up to the backup, but
0: he's gone. I think you can find, uh, yeah. those are, those are a hundred Ben Ellison's, uh, that are declared for the draft right now. A lot of them are going to be playing in the XFL and the USFL, um if you really want a guy like Ben Ellefson maybe you want someone who's played in a few games go sign the best XFL or USFL tight end to be a backup to the backup to the backup he's just he's not
1: yeah no no shot so do you think the Vikings need to get any more you know depth behind Hawkinson because you know I think we all assume Irv Smith is gone and we'll talk about him later I guess but I think we all assume Irv Smith is gone and Oh, I guess Johnny Munt, he'll still be around, right? Yeah. He's yep. still under contract. So. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind enough. if, Nick I wouldn't Mews, mind maybe. if
0: they went and tried to find like a sixth or seventh round, maybe even a UDFA, like uh, just like kind of a pass catching tight end. Maybe you find something special yeah. there, but like, I think Munt is clearly a blocking tight end who sometimes will catch a pass, you know, unexpectedly, but you've, you've got TJ Hawkinson. I think yeah. that, that it's, it's pretty clear. He's your guy. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see. Next up on the list is... Oh, wow. This is a name that I feel like we do not talk about at all anymore. BC Johnson is a free agent, finally. Does the BC hype train finally end, or do we bring him back for one last ride?
1: I think to no fault of his own, it's time to let him go. I mean, it, it's it's really too bad, because he was trending in the right direction. He was trending towards being the Vikings fourth wide receiver last year. And he tore his ACL um, second year in a row that was just derailed by a bad leg injury. And it's too bad. Um, You know, he had flashes and he was a smart guy and he was a good, you know, a good heady player that you like to have on your team. And especially, you, you always need savvy receivers, but, I think for a guy that you've hardly seen on the field, you got to let him go. I think it's if you're going to sign a free agent, go get a different one. It's it's um, it's too bad. But I think it's time to move away from the BC, the BC hype train.
0: Yeah, I think something that's similar with a lot of these names is it kind of feels like we're saying like you can find these guys a lot cheaper than the veteran minimum as UDFAs. Yeah just just go that route historically this yeah. team is very good at that i think bc johnson is is uh i think he's gone and that's sad
1: yeah how about a spicy one get the fans all riled up greg joseph he had some mammoth kicks he has the franchise record 61 yarder but he misses a bunch of extra points and just kind of drives us insane what do you think
0: I still maintain that the Vikings kicker should have been Kai Felbath every year since 2017. I don't care. He, like, was perfect on field goals, but he missed, like, five extra points. And I was like, okay, but, like, did you watch him in the Saints game that year? Like, he was just draining 55 yards to keep us in that game. Like, what are we – Greg Joseph can walk, in my opinion. I, I, I'm hesitant to say that because, like, yeah, there's not a ton of, like, elite kickers, but, like, maybe you draft one and you don't cut him after he misses two kicks – like they did with Daniel Carlson, and then he goes on to be an all-pro kicker. Um, Maybe you draft one. Maybe you find somebody. Maybe there's not a ton of interest in Greg the leg, so you just bring him back. And, you know, you say, okay, well, we tried, you know, we tested the waters elsewhere. We'll bring you back. But I say let him walk initially. Maybe we sign him, like, in training camp.
1: The, the, The coaching staff seems to love him, but, you know, that could just be talk. Um, I like the idea of bringing in a, you know, a, a rook picker, maybe a seventh round pick or something and, yeah or an undrafted free agent or something, give him some competition, even bring Joseph to camp, you know, let him try out. Um, but get somebody else in there at least. Yep,
0: yeah, absolutely. And now I think we talk about, I mean, arguably, I think there's like two or three legitimate like Stouters on this list. And one of those legitimate, I think, Stouters is Alexander Madison is a free agent, and he will be toting the rock somewhere. Will it be with the Vikings after we get rid of Dalvin Cook? Is he the Dalvin Cook replacement, or is he going to go to Buffalo?
1: This is a hard one. I, goodness. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced the Vikings are going to go running back by committee next year. They're not going to get somebody who's going to be a bell cow. I think that's pretty pretty straightforward so do you have you know ty chandler paired with alexander madison sort of as your kind of one-two punch i mean I th- in my opinion it's either going to be someone like boston scott from philadelphia or um alexander madison um so this a uh, gosh i don't even i don't even know what the answer is on this one i think maybe just because Kirk cousins really likes him he's back. Like, I, it's it's hard to really know. I think the Vikings need two competent running backs. I think what we've seen from Ty Chandler is that he's going to be a good player. So, you know, maybe we pair him with Madison and, and roll that way. Um, I don't think it'll be that expensive. So we can probably bring him back cheaply. But I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that one? It's, it's kind of a tricky one in my opinion very quickly i will say let him walk
0: because while i don't think he's going to command you know the biggest running back salary in the league i just i I feel like running backs in today's day and age i made a joke last week about like yeah find a guy that hasn't you know that has fresh legs use him for like five five years throw him in the dumpster that's kind of what you do with running backs nowadays And Alexander Madison, you know, he's been a backup, but like now he he has to be paid. And so I think he'll be like the high middle end, like the upper middle class of running backs. And I don't, I don't know that we want to pay him that because like every dime counts and like, that might be money we could be using to like keep Zedarius Smith a Viking this season. And I would rather do that than, than sign Alexander Madison when again, We can spend a third or fourth round pick on a running back and I think get similar production because you can find running, you can find really good running backs that way. And that's if you don't even like Ty Chandler. So that's kind of my, my thoughts on it.
1: What do you think about uh, Nick Mullins? He was our training camp preseason quarterback two savior. Um, I guess not training camp. It was late preseason, but he saved the the quarterback room, so to speak when uh, both, Kellen Mond and Sean Mannion were cut loose into the wind. Is he coming back? He's a free agent.
0: No, I don't think he is. Well, um, uh, I I struggle with this because he might, like, at he might be a guy that comes back, but he no one's gonna be looking for Nick Mullins to come save the franchise. Um, yeah, yeah, he might get a backup job somewhere. Uh, but I, I think the Vikings might have a young quarterback on the roster backing up Kirk Cousins this season. And yeah, I kind of say that every year, but I, I legitimately think there might be a second or third round pick as the backup this season set to take the lanes from Coke next year, you know, and we kind of see what happens. So I don't think Nick Mullins yep. is back.
1: Yeah. It's especially in that scenario, there's no need to have, you know, A backup to the backup you can have a practice squad guy and that doesn't need to be nick mullins
0: yeah oh it's my tone i'm sorry um let's let's talk about patrick peterson uh one of the other stouters that is on this list we kind of touched on him uh in yesterday's show as well patrick peterson are you bringing him back or you letting him walk
1: i think i'm gonna let him walk yeah i think it's for me it's mainly an age and a scheme thing i mentioned on the other show Uh, earlier this week that you know his his savviness and his ability to just make plays and react is something that you want to have when a when a defense is predicated on getting pressure with the front four to six but I just think his foot speed is just an issue at this point and I think it's just it's unfortunately it's time to maybe move on um a friend of mine mentioned maybe we should just bring pat p back as a coach <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. i think uh i think peterson knows he's got something left in the tank i just don't think it's it's here so i think we gotta let him walk unfortunately
0: yeah i also let him walk like i said we touched on this a lot yesterday um in in that video um talking about like who and flow as his guys are gonna be from this year's roster and i i don't think pat Pete fits the the flow scheme so he's gone mm-hmm. in my opinion
1: So how about uh, the other guy who played significant snaps at center, Austin Schlotman?
0: I would actually like to see them bring him back um, as a backup, you know, cheap backup. He has experience at other parts of the line as well, I believe. So he can kind of be that swing backup that you have. And I mean, who knows, maybe he does have to, take snaps at center this upcoming season. And I feel like there's confidence there that we've seen him play center and he played all right. Um, We've, you know, those he's played, you know, interior offensive line and other places in the NFL and he's been all right. So I, I would like to see them bring him back if they can do it cheap enough.
1: Fair enough yeah okay I got no uh, no qualms with that
0: no okay all right I was waiting I was waiting for you to say something well let's get into the main event now because this is the one you're getting all the good ones I really screwed myself by going first. talk about Duke Shelley are you bringing Duke mm-hmm. Shelley back or are you letting him go be a Hall of Fame defensive back somewhere else
1: I'll quote the late the uh the not late wow I I just you know obituized uh, if that's a word Dustin Baker <laughs> I will I will quote Dustin Baker in saying if the Vikings let, you know, Duke Shelley go and, you know, act as if last season was just a flash in the pan, which full disclosure, it might've been, um, he would be the one that got away. So, you know, we're, let's not let that happen, but let's bring him back. I, uh, I think, you know, like you said, Jordan, this is a pro Duke Shelley show. The guy's got all the heart, all the hustle. He's got this sort of, you know, rags to Rich's story of being you know cut from a division rival comes plays for the nfc north champs makes some huge plays and ends up getting an interception against his former team in week 18 i love duke shelley i love his aggressiveness i love his dog as we say um i think it's kind of a no-brainer in my opinion
0: Yep. You got to bring him back. I, I'm telling, ta- I mean like, look, like, it might've, it might've been a flash. Let's say it was a flash in the pan. What is the worst case? scenario? You can structure the contract to be that where it's like, Hey Duke, you had like half a good season, like a really good season. Um, we're going to pay you a lot of money next year. And after that, you're still going to be under contract. The money goes down and we'll talk next season. If you yeah. do that. And if he's really bad, Okay, well then you'll probably draft an in this year's draft and you and you drafted yeah. a bunch of guys last year. So you can just kind of replace him and if it goes really well, you you got Duke Shelley and he's the best defensive back in NFL history and he wins the Vikings a million Super Bowls. Like I mean it's just it's just it's he is greatness well,
1: personified and I love him. And and you know, is he going to command a long-term expensive contract? I mean, there, there's a real world where he gets a one-year contract because, in a way, he's still got to prove it. You know, six games isn't really enough to prove that he belongs in a lot of ways, you know, unfortunately, because he played great. But, like, the Vikings could very reasonably say, like, hey, Duke, we love you, but we can't, you know, guarantee you for more than one season because we got to see if what you have is real. So, yeah. I think, you know, a one or two year deal is very reasonable. What yeah do you and he think not
0: uh go ahead. I, I was just gonna say he doesn't strike me like on Twitter and in, in interviews and things like that. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who is like, F you pay me, I don't care. I, I do think that there is some of that like, Hey, Minnesota, you brought me in off of Chicago's practice squad biggest game of the season against Buffalo. You you threw me into the fire and I made a play and you re- rewarded me and you let me keep that starting job even when Dantzler was healthy. We kind of like gave him his shot. And I'm not saying now he has to play for pennies, but maybe he does let the Vikings have a year of, you know, cheap-ish play yeah. to prove it. And if he goes out there and balls out, then the Vikings make him, you know, one of the highest paid colonels in the NFL if they're able to do that with you know, available monies where they fool you up wherever they may lie. So that that's kind of it. I that's love how I
1: we're got. talking about Duke Shelley, like he's, you know, Darrell Revis. It's awesome. Yeah, Shelley um, Island. Irv, <laughs> Irv Smith. I think this is a simple one, but what do you yeah. think?
0: Yeah. We can we can keep this one we talked about Duke Shelley for all that time. I'd rather just like subvote this time to Mo Duke Shelley talk oh Smith's not coming back. He can't stay healthy. Had that drop against Philly. I mean like well, he's, he's he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's gone. He wasn't a good Viking.
1: And it's too bad because he had, he had promise. he had all the hype in the world, but he hardly got to see the field. And similar to BC Johnson, a lot of that's not his fault, but you know, when he did play, he didn't do enough to where you can justify bringing him back. So you already got Hawkinson in the building. Move on. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about, uh, another key piece of the defense from last year, Dalvin Tomlinson, the big man up front uh, on that defensive side of the ball. What, uh, what are you doing with him?
1: So I think the fact that the Vikings and Tomlinson agreed to kick his contract void date down the, down the road a little bit, I think it was to March 15th, um, tells me that they're looking to try and, uh, restructure, not restructure, but bring him back, um, why not just let it void and let him become a free agent if you don't you know, care about bringing him back? So I think they will look to bring him back. I think – I mean, I think he's a great player. I mean, he brings pressure. That's something Brian Fuller has left.
0: Looks like we got a little bit of a fooies going on, so I will try and fill this time really quickly by talking about Dalvin Tomlinson – um i think that they should bring him back oh well we got you you lost me are you back now
1: yeah i'm back can you hear me okay
0: yep we missed all of what you said i started giving my thoughts on dalvin tomlinson to keep my thoughts short on him i said bring him back if the price is right but i'm not trying to pay out the wazoo for dalvin tomlinson i'd rather keep the guys on the edges than on the inside uh, and draft a guy on the inside. Cause this is a really good draft class for that. What, what were your thoughts yep. on Dalvin Tomlinson?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's a great perspective. My only thought would be, um, yeah. I mean, if if you don't have to pay a ton for him, um, he is a good, I mean, he's a good pressure tackle. Um, and he's a good run stuffer. He's not Aaron Donald, but he's also not a slouch. And so, I think that coupled with the fact that the Vikings kicked his void date down the road, I think means that they're at least looking to try and bring him back. They might not, yeah. but I think they have intentions of doing so. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Chandon Sullivan, uh, second to last one here, former I'm Packer. Good. Yep.
0: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> void the time for think... Duke Shelley again. <laughs> like, yep. yep. Uh, we want
1: somebody to play in the slot. Like I said, let's give Cam Bynum a shot.
0: Yeah, Cam Bynum. You can draft a guy. Let's let's, let's see how. Let's, let's just let's just draw in. Some crazy defense where we play ten defensive linemen and we let Duke Shelley cover three wide receivers and a tight end and see what happens. Let's get nuts with this Brian Flores scheme. But in all seriousness, the final free agent we'll discuss tonight is not exactly going out with a bang. We probably should have saved like Dalvin Tomlinson or Duke Shelley for lasts. That way we could actually have real, real thoughts. Uh Ali Udo um led the league in holding penalties i believe the one season he stouted for the entire season yeah i mean it wasn't fair that vikings fans hyped him up as if he was like the next you know steve hutchinson playing right guard and like they really put a lot of hype on him for some like i think he was a seventh round pick or udfa like he was a very late if even at all selected guy do you think they should bring him back like Cheep, cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, are you good with just letting him walk? Uh,
1: I think he was better this year um, than he was in years past. Again, he didn't have to see the field as much. Um, cheap, cheap, cheap is the only way in which I'm bringing him back. Um, because frankly, I don't think they're drafting a tackle in the draft. And I don't think they're going to really go hunting for tackles and free agency. And so if you do get a, that get that depth piece, which you kind of need, I think Blake, uh, Blake Brando will be back. So you have him as, 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 um, depth. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> I would <laughs> I, say I, I, I lean to letting him go. The, the,
0: I think the biggest thing he has playing in his favor is he has experience at both tackle And Gaud, so uh, you know, eighty percent of the offensive line covered. If you want to look at it that way, well, he could step in and maybe be a just below average backup. Like if he had to play, he would be like you know he he still wouldn't be great, but like I mean, look at any of our positions. If the number one guy goes down, almost anywhere, we're not exactly talking about you know we're not gonna we're not loaded with depth into you know with this roster. Um, So. I agree, I don't think that... They're definitely not going to take a male tackle prospect that's going to step in and be like, oh yeah, well fine, if Brian O'Neill, or um, Christian Derosol gets banged up, you know, we well fine. The offensive line doesn't get affected. If, if either one of those guys goes down, we need to sound some alarms and hope that Brandel can step in. But with Brandel and Schlottman kind of having the swing backup roles covered, it, it makes it hard to see a world in which Ali Udo comes back. And they yeah. don't just bring in a UDFA, take a sixth round flyer on some, you know, division two guy yeah. that they want to bring in. And so it just kind of makes it bad. Sorry yeah. that we had to end on a dud. Uh, my final thoughts will just be shop unified. Check out the Twitter at LTB Vikings and also at will bad lose. Check out that bad loser blog and Vikings com. That's all I got. I'll let you, I'll let you get us out of here.
1: Yeah. Later this week, we're going to be bringing you guys a interesting, um, sort of cross section of the topics we've talked about this week already. When it comes to you know defensive structure, um, what players should be back, which ones we should let go. Something that's really important this time of year is, you know, continuing to <clears throat> see what you have in house. And what we have in house is ten rookies that were drafted from twenty twenty two, and Nkwesi's first draft class. We're going to try and look and see which of those guys can make or will make the biggest splashes in 2023, who will make the biggest jumps and contribute uh, to this roster moving forward into the near term. So that's an interesting one. There's been a lot of, you know, hype negative and positive on the draft class saying it was underachieving and all these things. So Jordan and I will look into that later this week. So stay tuned, subscribe to YouTube and uh, subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps. We'll talk to you soon. Skull y'all.